I have no idea what I'm doing. Life is really hard. I just want to sleep, oh yeah. And eat some snacks in my bed. Life was so simple when I was a baby. Can I just be a baby? I just want to sleep. That's, you know, that's big because it, it's worth it. I be having days. I have days like that. I mean, 50% of the time. And it's sometimes like. I do not believe that you have days like that. I'm just going to tell you straight up. I do not believe you have days like that. Hey, I, feel, I feel like you probably feel like something is off on the days you don't work out. No, nah, man, I told you, man, it's, 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 it's weird as it may sound, man. I, you know. I look forward to laying down and resting, man. So I, I look forward to to right now. Like it's been like it's been off and on either a, a Friday or a Sunday where I, when I choose to take off and like it's nice, you know, like you get off work and relax. I, I ain't got to get up early. Like, I don't like getting up early, but Negro, please. <laughs> but if it means being out the way, dog. I, I just got to man, cause I just got. I'd rather be out the way right now. It's just, it, it's too much. It's too much uh, tomfoolery going on, man. And you know, and even even going even being at the gym five fifteen five thirty in the morning, man. You still you don't get a crowd in it, you know, in your average gym. But I mean, you got people in there that got the same mindset as me. Yeah. You know, so I I think with the uptick in people working from home though. I think you get a lot more people that go to go to work out like between like noon and like three. I'm hearing that those are the, the real busy hours these days, which I ain't got to worry about that because I'm not a fan of a rushed workout because mm-hmm. I kind of feel like if I go on my lunch break or it, it just feels like I have to rush and, and I, I can't do that. Because you're responsible and you want to get back to your job in a timely manner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like, I had I had to do something on my lunch break today, uh, and you know I just it just feels funny like knowing because I don't really utilize my hour, but when no. I know I have an hour, it feels weird. It's like and I got sixty minutes. I got to make sure I get these lights. And, <laughs> you know, it just look feels. At the clock, keep looking at the clock. Yeah, man. Keep, uh, and nobody truly really gives a shit. But Bro, my supervisor, you- my supervisor don't give a damn. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. My boss hit me. He he sent me an IM yesterday. He's like, "Hey, do we got anything to talk about? Because if not, we can cancel our meeting." I was like, "Damn, <laughs> he talked to you in two weeks." <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I, I get it, man. They, you know, they, yeah. When when my when my supervisor gotta, you know, hit my line, it gotta be something important, important. Cause dog, I know everybody got shit they gotta do. Yeah. And once they get it done, they want to be able to relax. They don't have no fucking they don't have no surprise meetings. I look at my shit every day like, thank God I don't got no ridiculous meetings. My worst meeting days, believe it or not, are Wednesday and Friday. Nigga, I had five meetings yesterday. And then I had two unplanned calls. They was just, hey, you got a minute. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Ooh, that you got a minute. That shit be tough. And then when they start sharing their screen. <laughs> I, didn't come I, was, all I was like, say, excuse me, hold on. 
<laughs> this is longer than my, a minute, sir. <laughs> that's definitely. It took a minute for your screen to pull up. <laughs> can, can you see it? Yeah, I can see this bullshit Bruh. you got up. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that can. Hey, that can you see it? I'm waiting for somebody to to uh, to utilize that like as a uh marketing tool because i mean you that come on like zoom or where they, they can you see it like that's that's, that's a good slogan right there yeah, yeah you know that's that that'd be what's the what was the verizon back in the day can you hear me now can you hear me now yeah before he yeah. traded he, that boy was a hoe man where he at now he disappeared again huh hey when the when the, when the money called you got to answer it i don't care yeah, what service yeah. you got yeah that's true that's true you that's real talk man you would know hey <laughs> I'll be picking up. <laughs> you would know. Uh, hello, hello. Yeah, <laughs> Jay. You looking for Lauren Devante? This her too. Yeah, yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Say less. <laughs> they starting me. I'm starting. <laughs> all right. I'm just start, okay. That's how I'm getting that many minutes. All right, bet. I'm, I'm out there. Let's get it. Oh man. But yeah, man. Uh, apparently, last episode was good. I appreciate it. I yeah, mean, yeah. I, like I was listening, I was like, "Oh, we we sound a little rusty," but that's that's typically us off of a break, anyways. You know, yeah. a little rusty, but hey, if they lick it, I love it. Yeah, yeah. If they, if they lick it, you love it. They, they like it. <laughs> but besides your trash ass workout, man, what you what you got going on today, man? Man, today been today been real slow boogie. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yesterday was stressful work and personal life, so. <laughs> That boy, that boy, that was about to murder somebody. Because yesterday, yesterday I was like, all right, today's just going to be my cardio day. I'm just going to, you know, get this 40-minute walk in, you know, whatever, what happened. That's it. I was like, all right, today I'll do cardio and weights and everything. But yesterday I was like, y'all got me fucked up. <laughs> Every single person got me fucked up. Everybody? Everybody. And then I was like, I was like, don't let me talk to my mama for too long because I don't want to have, I don't want her to have me fucked up too. <laughs> Keep a short sweet around here. They am going to beat your ass, boy. Yo, I, I, I think she's still trying to slide me. <laughs> I know. Hey, hey, they they be thinking about it. I they, say they, so smart to my mom, and she just look at me like, oh, man, you lucky. You're lucky you're bigger than me now. <laughs> you know, so you, yeah, I got about seven inches on my mom's. So like, you, watch out. Watch out. Stiff on. She threw something at me like a year ago, though. Threw something yeah. at you. She had to. I just said some smart shit. She just threw it. I just started laughing. I was like, "Yeah, I deserve it, man. That was that's fine." Like respect. I caught it. Respect. I caught it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So the last episode we ended with that uh that nothing segment. Did you get any feedback from it? I didn't get any feedback from it. Um, Hagen's he sent me uh, s- something similar with saying the same thing, and he was like, you know, just listen. To this. I was like, yeah, that was at the end of the podcast. He's like, oh, I ain't finished yet. You know, I'm gonna get there while I'm supposed to be working. So shout out to Hagen's. He's he probably there now. Yeah, I mean, look, bro, take your time, bro. But I'm glad that I'm glad that little video make it rounds though, because I think that if a man can articulate that fact, I think most men can at least relate to that fact at this point. I think it's a straight up fact. Man, and you know, and when I, I I was thinking about that earlier today, and it's like, you know, would you be sitting there thinking, and a woman say, "Oh, what you thinking about?" And you say nothing, and he's like, "No, you got to be thinking about something. Something got to be on your mind." Let me tell you, <laughs> I'm literally thinking about nothing and enjoying it. Hey. I'm watching birds fly in my mind right now. <laughs> I am thinking about absolutely nothing that requires any brain power. Look. 
You may think we smart, but I have my Homer Simpson moments, bro. That little monkey just. <laughs> what what I asked you in my mind, they said the pallets of money to the hey, Ukraine. <laughs> so it's happening was, in my mind. I was trying to justify your shit too. I was like, hey man, shit, man. You know what's funny? Somebody had posted a pallet of somebody posted a pallet of a this is what a billion dollars looks like. And they said something. I thought that was interesting. Uh, did you just say that? But anyway, that was random. But um yeah, man, you know, you know, I had like two people just pretty much just confirmed that was like, oh, that makes sense. Cause like my significant other, when I tell them to do something, when I'm not doing when I'm when I'm doing something, they doing nothing. Like I could just see like the emptiness in their eyes. They just be like, bitch, why you just can't sit down? <laughs> and I like it's it's reality though. Like people don't understand me personally. Once again, I don't think I'm special. I think I'm, you know, as far as how I, you know, go about my daily thinking, I feel it's very, pretty average. Um, but for the most part, I think I, I think I think like a typical man, which means that I be wanting to chill, bro. I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily need to go to events and need to be at a bar. I, mean, I need to look, be traveling or. Dog, that's one thing I learned. You know, when I was in the realm of being a teacher, you know, that's, you know, obviously that's a very, that's a very female centric job these days. And let me tell you something, man. I've never seen a group of people that were so anxious to be around another group of people after leaving a group of people. I'm like, man, I don't, what y'all be on? I'm like, once I leave from this, I want to go home. They be wanting to go to happy hour. They be want to do something like they don't want to go home. And I should be looking at him like, bruh, y'all wild. Like, my, y'all social battery still going? Bruh, have, recently I was at a, a family function and I literally seen somebody's social battery drain. <laughs> and like, I, I looked at this, I was like, damn, is this, this person okay? <laughs> and I asked him, like, nah, my battery just, not, you know, I was just tired. I was just tired of being around people. I was tired of talking. I was tired of interacting. The, it was just done. And you could just see, like, the battery just blinking red in this person. I was like, God damn. Hey, man, got to put them on that, uh, that charger for eight hours. So, some yeah. people need 72. You know, I've I been mean, I mean needing 72 plus. Like, give me a, another week before you come back at me with anything, depending on the how, you know, how intense that socialization goes. I can't, man, I don't see how people do it, bro. Because it, it'll be like, boom, I use my social battery, you know, Saturday and Sunday. But then part of my job to a certain extent is also being social. Oh, so now I'm, 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 I never fully charge it. So I'm like, I'm using it again Monday through Friday. So the next weekend come around, it's like, I don't want to do a motherfucking thing. I want to uh, do absolutely nothing. I want to be on this couch, glued to it. I want to turn some Netflix on and not even watch it. Just have it as background noise. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bruh. <laughs> I don't think enough people just get to be up in the day without having to interact with people for a few hours. And I think that that's when I, you know, obviously that's when I get most of my thinking done. And I've always been like that, no matter if I'm getting up early in the morning or not. Like I've always had that moment of the day where it's just a few hours where I got to myself and I really just get to think. And I'm not really even, it might be some background noise on or whatever, but for the most part, I always get that few hours of the day where I feel like it's distractionless. And that shit is important to my battery, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like I, 
you know, I, I take time to reflect on shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, people just constantly going. And and with the work at home, it's kind of like, all right, I get up 30 minutes before I have to log into work. Like, sure. you don't really have any awake time to yourself. And if and what awake time you do spend, you might spend that, you know, first 45 minutes to an hour of your day scrolling social media or something. Yeah, man. And then it's yeah. like, boom, I, I transition right into work. Like, you ain't, you ain't, you know, listened to the news, read the news, went and looked at the zits on your face. Like, nothing. Damn. Nothing. Damn. You, you have a, you, have, you still got like a facial routine you be doing, huh? Yeah, yeah, I done, I done, I done kind of perfected the facial routine, getting it, getting it clear. I, I, I learned that I was using too many chemicals, is what it was. So too many like chemicals a, too frequently. So like instead of like an everyday thing, it's like, all right, you know, you do this once every other day, you know, one to three times a week. Just make sure you, you know, wash it with some soap and, and stay moisturized. You don't need all that extra shit. Working title, acting like a female. <laughs> they said to get them triggered. And they be like, hold on, what these niggas talking about? But no, I mean, I mean, we talk about that offline a lot. I feel like a lot of women that, you know, tend to look a little bit more weathered and aged is because they put so many chemicals on their face. You know, people look at me and you and be like, you know, we look good for our age. It's like, well, like, you know, I don't have this concoction of whatever y'all be putting on. I don't even know what that shit is. I'm, I don't even need to know. No, nah, girl I, told I, me I could I could pass for 29 um the other week. Damn, they took my drawers off. I was like, bitch, oh, what? Hey, what? man. Hey. And, and not, to, not, to, not to humble you, but these 29-year-olds, bro, these 25-year-olds be looking old and a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I even told my son, I said, I said, bro, you need to slow down. Like, like, you know, <laughs> You need to get some rest. <laughs> he gonna be looking like my age just sooner or later. <laughs> like, but but that's the fascination with it all, bro. Like, once again, we all know this. You know, older women want to look young, young women want to look old. Now we're starting to trickle down into the men. I, but once again, for men, I think a man looking a little bit more older and mature, it benefits them more. It's for obvious reasons. You know, a woman doesn't want to look old. And that's kind of why I went on my little rant today. Well, a little mini rant today about the uh the uh, de-aging, I mean, you know, because I've gotten to the point where I'm not, I don't even say anything anymore. If you just see the, if you, if you could see the, the link between the post on Instagram, you know mm-hmm. what I'm getting at. And I'm, you know, at the end of the day, I pretty much was getting it. I'm like, man, y'all see, like, there's an obsession with youth. And for the most part, this is going to be something that's going to benefit women the most. Because for the most part, you know, your average dude, uh, no, no, no. Listen, your average dude that wants to feel young again, he want to be able to get out there and get buckets again. He want to be able to get out there and go for a jog again. Blah. blah. I, want, I want to relive those high school glory stories I've been telling yeah. you. You know, I mean, even if it's just one pickup game where I score six points, like you know, bro, that decline in testosterone is a beast. You know what I'm saying? Trust me, I get it. You know, I just you know, I you know when I do my my yearly checkups, you know I'm. I look at that stuff, you know, thyroid and all that stuff, you know, make sure libido's still working. That stuff is that stuff is important to a man because once again, when that shit start declining, you start seeing your body change and you start feeling that fatigue, you don't feel like a man no more, you know? Like that's important. So, I understand on that aspect of being youthful, but, but once again, for women it's different because in my opinion, there's a lot of things that happen to a, a woman's body and a woman's appearance that they just they they society makes them 
not appreciate, you know, like once again, people don't appreciate getting old. No, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Play this. I, I don't. I don't know what else to say about that. Like you know, you you try to do all this de aging, this wrinkle to fire, this this and this. And it's like drink some water, try not to be stressed, exercise, and laugh. <laughs> Enjoy laugh. yourself. Enjoy Have yourself. Fun. Yeah, yeah. And see, and see, people automatically think because we ain't not always getting active all the time, but we ain't turned up all the time that we ain't having fun when. I know that there's no real scientific way of doing this, but if I was to, if we were to go around and let's just say measure my happiness or satisfaction level on a weekly basis compared to somebody's happiness or satisfaction level on a weekly basis that goes out all the time. Shit, I'm I'm, I'm telling you right now, it's, it's the same. It's probably the same. In my probably it was somewhat higher. You know, how much joy comes into your day when it's like nine o'clock, you getting ready to go to bed, whatever, and you say, damn, I spent zero unnecessary dollars today. I ain't buy nothing to eat when I had food at the house. I ain't buy no bullshit off Amazon. This, this, and this. Like, I spent zero unnecessary dollars today. That should be feeling love only. Look, <laughs> It's a good feeling, cause for me, I don't, I don't have those days enough, just because it's always something I gotta get. But when you say unnecessary, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't. Nine times out of ten, if I'm buying something, I do need it. I'm fairly convinced I need it. You know, speaking of, like I, I, I ordered a pack of deodorants. What's up with this uh, aluminum free shit? I just started noticing that like two years ago. Aluminum free deodorant. What's, what's that about? Like. I, I just need my deodorant to to keep me funk free. I don't I don't care if you got <laughs> aluminum in them. <laughs> I've been noticing that more and more lately. Like, cause I understand that we're like a health conscious society now. You know, very it feels like the '70s all over again. Everybody's quote unquote woke in regards to you know what's going in and out of their bodies. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's fine and all. But like little things like that do get my attention because I'm sitting here like. What is is the aluminum free what used to stain our clothes? I see. Underarm sweat can be smelly, sticky, and annoying. Mm-hmm. Antiperspirants contain aluminum salts to prevent sweat from reaching the skin's surface, while aluminum free deodorants help fight odor without blocking pores. Mm. What is aluminum? Can you can you see what aluminum free actually means? Because they be. <laughs> When you get it, when you get with the FDA and the CDC and all these other alphabets, man, and they start getting with their lawyers and putting stuff together, they find loopholes. So is aluminum free really aluminum free, or is it just not the aluminum phosphate that we're used to? Let's see. It says aluminum free antiperspirants don't exist, but if you're looking to reduce body odor, you can do so without using an antiperspirant. And deodorants are aluminum free. So okay, so there's a difference between a antiperspirant. I don't know if I'm saying that right. And a deodorant. So you can get an aluminum-free deodorant. But not something that stops you from sweating. So the aluminum-free is the one that covers the odor. The antiperspirant is, you know, stops you from perspiring. Stop you from sweating. So I guess it's the aluminum factor that stops you from sweating. The other one makes your sweat not stink. 
That's interesting, bro. I mean, I I feel like they selling me a bill of goods on that one because, like, I mean, I I'm, they I definitely sweat. selling a wolf ticket. Yeah, because I, I sweat, you know, and I've I've used a multitude of deodorants, and I realized that I became a, a real adult when I started using the same deodorant like for like the t- last two years. But recently, I noticed that the same deodorant that I use is aluminum free now. Uh, another thing that I've I have gotten into, you know is dealing with stuff that's unscented. I don't really like scented stuff no more uh, because, you know, I, you, you probably don't know this, but I mean, my skin's sensitive too. It's just that I was always on top of the shit. So for me, I realized that a lot of this scented shit will like irritate my skin. So I don't really use a lot of scented stuff anymore. Uh, so when I saw that it was aluminum free, I was like, well, is it the same? I wonder if it has the same effects. Like, Because a lot of this shit that doesn't have a natural scent to it Obviously, they're adding chemicals to it, and really, we just the guinea pigs. They really don't know how that shit really reacts with us. It's been, I mean, for a long time, you know, they were saying, you know, people with 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 certain amount of melanin on their skin or not a lot of mental, like like white people could wear stuff that we can't wear, and it's that's that's to me that's strange. I don't know why. I, I would I would think skin is skin. I, that's what <laughs> I was from the color. But That's also, something. but also, I would when I go when I go to a dermatologist, I'd like to go to a black dermatologist because, although skin is skin, the way like the way that we put oil in our hair and white people take oil out of their hair, like their hair is dirty if it's oily. Ours is like you know ours is hydrated if it's oily. So it's like man, eh, I guess somewhere along those lines. That's understandable. Logic. Mm-hmm. Some some of the t- subtle differences, you know, no, I get, but you got super dry skin, you got super sensitive skin, this that and the other. You got eczema. Skin. Yeah. Human skin. Human skin. Human skin. But yeah, man. I don't even know what the fuck we talking about. Oh, we just talking about nothing. <laughs> but speaking of, you know, when I go to the gym and I work out, I'm not a big sweater unless I'm doing cardio. Mm-hmm. So when I, like, I might have like a light sweat going on after I've lifted and stuff. And I'm like, damn, I really don't feel like I did much work in here. Understand. <laughs> it's like. It's like, damn, do I feel like I need to be drenched in sweat to to feel like I accomplished something? Like you I feel it. You I get I get my quote unquote pump. It's like, yeah, just niggas, niggas just ain't sweated down in here. Well, you know, you can come work out with me again if you like. Uh... <laughs> but see, my gyms are, are air conditioned, so <laughs> no, no, I'm missing. no, no, <laughs> no matter no matter how hard I go, it's a, it's a good sixty eight degrees in there. Yeah, which. One of the things I like about my gym, technically right now, it's outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, um, you do want you. I'm not. It's not necessary for you to necessarily feel like you didn't accomplish something because you didn't sweat. But I, like I told you earlier, resistance is important. Yeah. And if you if if there's a certain amount of if you ain't in there with your pink five t- five pound dumbbells. You're probably obviously getting some type of resistance to your muscles, and if you do it enough for a longer, a long period of time, regardless of how you know against sweating you may be naturally, you'll eventually sweat. Once again, if you're in there long enough, and the resistance actually strains you enough, because I'll sit there and be doing something, and I tell you know me, I always elevate my sets. Yeah. So if I start light and I start getting heavier and heavier, the heavier I get, I feel that strain. My heartbeat starts to pump. Me, I start sweating when I get like around 120 beats per minute consistently. Then I start sweating. 
I learned that by myself years ago. So that's all you need to do. Figure out, you know, your beats per minute when you start sweating. Try to maintain that five, ten minutes, and then that's what it'd be. But like you said, you usually don't sweat unless you're doing cardio. But remember, if you lift the weights, um, if the if the weights become strenuous enough or when you're, you know, going at a certain speed when you're lifting weights, your heart's going to think you're doing cardio. You do a you do a, a ninety second set and then you take a five minute break. Exactly. Yeah. And once again, power lifters they finna go in there. They gonna they gonna deadlift four four oh five a couple of times and they finna go go take a nap and they gonna come back and they go do it again. <laughs> so they they never really they don't they don't be in that whole drenched either. You know the people that be in that whole drenched are the people that's obviously doing you know CrossFit <laughs> for sure CrossFit <laughs> because it's a mixture of quote unquote cardio and a lot of uh like plyo exercises and so on and so forth but once again i, I would never recommend crossfit because i think it's dangerous as fuck like bottom line i think it's extremely dangerous i even think when people do like those those obstacles and shit i had a friend do that shit recently like they do those obstacles like every time somebody does an obstacle that i know they get hurt it is because a lot of huh like those mud run kind of things the mud runs yeah yeah those shits are cool don't get it twisted but um, that shit's dangerous, especially if you're one of those people that are like going through a midlife crisis and you're just trying to just jump back out there to just prove to yourself that you still got it. Once again, the whole de-aging thing, the reason why, you know, you got people like Carl Anthony Towns getting stem cell, you know, shit, you know, pumped into their knees or whatever, because it's to rejuvenate them. I get it. But man, maybe my you, nigga like 27. Good Lord. Seven feet tall, though. Yeah, that is, no, that's true. Trust me, y'all mean would have went a lot longer if they had had that shit, you know, more um, figured out. I know that's I know before Kobe's last Achilles tear, Achilles, right? It was an Achilles, right? When he took his last free throw. Yeah. I think I think he went to France or something, and he tried to get the stem cell done too. And I think even though he tried to go get the Dirk, basically, is that what it was? Because I think Dirk went like somewhere back in the in towards Germany area to get something for his knee. Mm-hmm. And, and Kimball Walker did, did it too. Something. Yeah, Kimball Walker did it too. But it, it don't work for everybody. They still haven't perfected it yet, unfortunately. You know, so I mean, once again, bro, I get it. You know, I don't. I'm I'm not against the shit. I just think it's, it's unfortunate that people just can't accept it. Sometimes it's like, hey, man. She got to think about it, Kobe. You you you've been playing basketball since you was six or seven years old. You just been, <laughs> you just professionally at your eighteen or nineteen, whatever year it was. Your body's had enough. That's that's a lot of wear and tear. I I, I think I think LeBron's next year is his last run. I I was telling Ed earlier. I was like I I, I just don't see. He's he's not the guy that's gonna put the team on his back anymore. He's just, yeah, I mean he can't. He if, if if the smartest thing he could do is go back to Cleveland. They can use him. They're yeah. a very good team, but I would not give up anybody. <laughs> I know this is like a going away present for you. Like yeah, I'm yeah. not trading the whole city for you again. Like no, we see how no, that shit because they have a very good team. They just don't have a leader. Yeah, they 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 legitimately don't have a leader. But at the, in this day and age, you 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 got to give up something to get LeBron. Got to give up something. She might have to give him his own little his own little neighborhood. <laughs> so hey, we can just have you got to give him some ownership stake or something. <laughs> just, you know, niggas want equity it. these days. Everybody want equity these days. They just don't know it. Yeah. 
talk about some. My company shit. started offering equity. I was like, I'll take that. They flex on them, man. You know, you know, get you a little bonus, get you drop you some equity in there. I'll take that. Okay, okay, flex on them. I'll take that. You know, and this, this ain't the this this ain't the show about investments, you know. But you know, get get you a little equity and hold it. Don't worry, don't worry about it today, sweetheart. Just hold it. <laughs> That's hey, you tell you asking a lot. Who you talking to right now? You talk what, you talk to a certain age group right now? Hey, hey, I ain't talking about I ain't talking to anybody in particular. I'm talking to everybody in particular. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I do got a question for you, man, because I see y'all boys just going at it in the group chat. I know y'all was joking and shit, but me personally, for a guy that doesn't own a gun, I need you to explain the gun buying process to me. If I was buying it, I'm gonna ask you two different places. You, you don't talk about guns? No, we can talk about guns. Okay. Uh, auction. If I'm going to an auction, it's an auction, right? Uh, gun or, show. Gun show. I thought it was an auction. Yeah, 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 yeah. So at a gun show, explain to me how that goes. Gun show is really just buy, sell, and trade. Like, hey, how much you want for that gun? Four hundo. I have four hundred cash. Are you a Texas resident? Sure. All right, cool. <laughs> sure. It's <laughs> exactly how that shit went, bro. It's exactly how that shit went. He's like, Are you a Texas resident? To your knowledge, I am. My driver's license says I am. I'm here right now. <laughs> <laughs> where where I lay my hat is my home. He's like, All right. He, he didn't even look, to, he didn't even ask to see the driver's license to see if it really said Texas or anything like that. He just said, All right, Fohundo. Like, All right, cool. Here's Fohundo. Have you ever sold a gun before? I've never sold a gun, no. I think that's it. I think that's one thing that we need to understand. It's like what happens in that. Like, is it is there is Bill well, a good? Like, it, it, does that does that does he does a seller unregister it or did he ever register it? Well, shit, based on because you can sell your gun right now, right? Like for all I know, he bought that 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 gun at the gun show for two fifty and sold it to me for four hundred. For all I know. Because the only thing, the only thing that um, the police do there are they make sure that the guns aren't loaded, and oh. they basically put a zip tie through the barrel so you can't load it without you know cutting that zip tie. But that's the only thing the police do there. They don't okay. have like a little kiosk registering weapons or anything like that, unless they do that shit early when you know people walk in. But like when I was walking in, people was bringing in guns to sell and shit, and they just made sure that they wasn't loaded. Do you feel safe at a gun show? I think that's the last place somebody want to pop some shit off at. That that's interesting, huh? That is that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you probably got a lot of heroes in a gun show. Be like, oh, oh, nigga, you want to start set tripping in here? <laughs> <laughs> this ain't what you want. We all got guns. Fuck around and find out. <laughs> what fuck around meets find out, Bruh. I see. I see. Nobody went into that. Uh, what is that? Police training class and tried to rob somebody. And he ran, they boy. Everybody boy. went into that parking lot and pulled the strap. Oh, I mean that's that's a that's literally a visible representation of Texas. You run inside of somebody's house, you're probably gonna be done if they're in there. Yeah, they got that thing on them, near them, around them. <laughs> okay, so the gun buying process from is that the only place you've ever bought a gun from? That's the only place I've ever bought a gun. So I'm pretty sure you've inquired at least at a pawn shop or actual Walmart Academy Dicks. I mean, did you did did you even start a process in any of those places? 
from what I previously known, I don't know if it's still fact or not. Well, might have to do some fact checking, or we might just let it ride. Um, there's a like a seven day hold period, or there's some kind of hold period where it's like, okay, yeah, I want to buy this nine millimeter. It's like, all right, cool. They get your info, and then they run it through the system to see if you got any kind of thing preventing you from owning a gun, and then then you're allowed to purchase it from my knowledge. Now I could mm -hmm. be completely wrong. Gun owners, please jump in the comments and, and let me know. Talking to you, Nick. I know you're not talking listening. to you, Nick. I'm talking, I know you're not listening, but I know you got that thing. Hey, numerous of them man. things. Numerous. That country motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, to, to my knowledge, that's, that's the process. Okay. Okay. Let me put you on the spot. I'm just curious to me. Cause obviously I, you know, <sighs> You hear all okay, this gun. Okay, hold on. Texas does not have a waiting period, nor does it register firearms. You do have to show government-issued identification to ensure you're eligible to purchase a gun. If you have a license to carry, bring it in. We will not need to conduct a background check. You will just simply fill out the required paperwork. Texas, Arizona, and Oklahoma and other states don't require background checks for private sales. Private sales. Private sales. Like, like purchases among individuals or some guns sold at gun shows. I wonder how liability goes on that. So if I go kill somebody with a gun that you sold me, what happens? I mean, I, I killed the person. I had a gun. In my, in my mind, I paid cash, so ain't no way you track it back to me. Mm. Mm. Or the gun, I don't know the gun you sold me got bodies on it or not, like they said in the group chat. Mm. But at the end of the day, the person that has the gun on him at that moment is responsible for that gun. Yeah. That's so I hear all the gun restriction talk. And from what I've gathered over the years, you know, they they try to talk about magazines and sizes of gun. For me, a gun is a gun. And personally, um, depending on what type of situation I'm in, uh, do I feel more comfortable knowing seeing the gun or not seeing the gun? You know what I'm saying? Like, when she finna hit the fan and I'm 100 yards away and I see a gun, bet. I need to get to scatting. But if you're in a place with a bunch of people that got their guns concealed and they small enough to conceal, you never know when somebody gonna pull out on you. So it's a catch-22. Yeah, and it's like you said, at a, at a gun show, knowing that the vast majority of these people have guns, you probably feel the safest. Unless somebody's just in there on a suicide mission and they, you know, go pull something out and threaten it. It's like, we all strapped in here, sir. We all strapped. <laughs> this ain't what you want. But in, and again, you out in out in the city at, at the club and somebody pulls out and they're the only one with the gun. Or two or three people pull out and they shooting back and forth and people are getting caught in the middle. That's a different story. That's crazy. I was on the south side when old buddy had shot up that flea market. I don't even know the details on that shit. I just know uh, I wasn't too far from that flea market, and um, say somebody started just letting that thing off. Somebody was, it was like five individuals. Somebody was beefing, and um, like I said, on last I, I, we was just talking about that on last episode. I'm like, man, Houston a hot zone right now. Boys is boys is literally and figuratively hot. You know what I'm saying? When when and it, it's been like that for years, but it's getting bad now because boys is hungry and people's patience is a lot thinner now. And it's like, we're not going to tolerate that nonsense. I'm out here trying to eat. So a lot of times it could be situations like that. You're not going to fuck over me on some money. 
Especially when this I ain't been outside, money's hard to come by, prices are high, and you over here on this bullshit, and it's hot. It is hot. hot. You got me in this turkey leg hut line for for an hour, and ain't nobody in this motherfucker, and I got a hundred dollar deposit for every person here, and it's hot. (laughs) And it's hot. You know how nerves get bad when it's hot. Hey man. And we supposed to be built what's for the, What's the weather in Texas right now? It's 94 degrees right now. When I got my car, it's 103. And it's hot. And it's hot. You it just, your hot. nerves are just bad because it's hot. It's hot. It's hot, bro. And there's more people coming down here because of the vibe. Y'all need to go back somewhere. Wherever y'all came back, y'all go back and create that vibe there. <laughs> yeah, go create your own vibe. Golly. But yeah, man. That, I mean, once again, um, Houston's a hot zone. Everybody out here pieced up. And clearly they're pieced up because of the easy access to guns. But we all know without a shadow of a doubt that yeah, you can make the gun the gun you know, you can make you could put more restrictions on buying guns or getting guns or having a gun. Nine times out of ten, it's just gonna be more niggas in jail. Or, you know, it, it, it's it's not gonna really stop anything. It's just gonna mean more people in jail and eventually you'll just get to a point where oh we got too many people in jail we gotta start releasing them back in the street again and we know how many people are in Harris County right now that are fucking convicted felons or wanted murderers for the most part so I mean it's it's really no way to win based on the fact that a dummy is born every day (laughs) oh man a dummy with a gun. Golly, man. Gun violence is wild, though. It it, I, it it is super wild. And I was looking at um some footage from that uh guy at the supermarket up there in Buffalo, where he was all where he almost shot a white person. He was like, "Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're not the target." <laughs> I thought he did shoot too, though. He must shot him by accident. It, it was one clerk where he like seen him and he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." He's like, oh, you good? The, the guy goes, oh, my God. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, he walked in on that nigga taking a shit or something. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. My fault. You know what his main motivation was for going in there, right? Break it down to me. I mean, it ain't really break down. I mean, the shit that happened during Christmas, you know, well, I think it was Christmas that happened in Waukesha, Wisconsin, when old buddy went through there, you know, running over people with his SUV. I mean, he had the name of those victims carved in his gun. I mean, so yeah, you, we could wait. You know, so he knew these people that was in this grocery store. No, no, no. See, the 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 day the day the day but first, you know, he did his research. He knew that that was a predominantly yeah, black yeah. area. The day before, you know, he 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 was talking to a black dude. You seen an interview? The black dude was like, "I bought him a drink." We were talking about critical race theory, black holes, and shit like that. And uh, he said he was just. You seen it, right? Mm-hmm. He said he was just kicking the shit with him. For people that ain't seen it, we'll try to post it on Instagram. He said he was just sitting there kicking the shit with him, and um. He said his energy was funny, but for the most part, he was just like, I mean, shit. He thought he was from a town around the way, and he, you know, he was like, I'm going to be back tomorrow. He was like, you going to be here? And he was like, yeah, maybe should I live out here? Maybe, you know. Um, and he said next day, 2 p.m., he, he, he sprayed that bitch up. Um, it's no excuse for that shit. That shit evil. But, you know, you, you my point is you can't correct evil with evil. And that, no. shit, that, ha- that shit that happened in Waukesha, you know, I mean, shit, even for sure, that was a that was a somewhat 
indirect retaliation for that shit. Once again, ain't no excuse for that shit. But like, I mean, if you want to talk about mass shooters in America, though, like, it, it's it. When we were just talking about it 15 minutes ago, and I per we purpose I was purposely talking about it. Um, we talking about skin. I mean, bro, skin is skin. Skin, skin is skin is on a human being. If we can't start valuing each other just based on the fact that we're human beings, and we say this all the time on this show, we got a we got a real problem out here, man. Like you might even hear us shooting shit, talking shit about transgender people. You might sit over here talking shit about you know our views on women and blah blah blah, all kind of shit. At the end of the day, I still don't wish death on any of y'all. No, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I don't hate any of y'all. I may you know despise certain things that you do but it's no hate I don't want to see anybody die when they start getting to the point where you start getting so far off into your ideology that you start wishing death on people it's no excuse for that I don't care if you black white Mexican Asian I mean shit the Asian dude uh, in uh, what was that Laguna it was an Asian dude that went and killed people out there in Laguna she was another you know, oh yeah 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 was it Laguna some someplace I think. Yeah, that it's 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 not gonna get the same amount of coverage as the white boy, because obviously the white boy killed more people. His 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 message was clearer. He was like, this this was this was a race attack, and race baiting cells. Bottom line, if it, it, it's it's perfect when it's white and black too. Everybody else is just on the wayside. Nobody else matters. This country is the the way to get the people going. Is to is to always reflect back on this country's worst sin, which is slavery, which was a white and black thing. The Native Americans don't matter, the Mexicans don't matter, the Vietnamese don't matter, and all those people, in my opinion, have American history out here that is cruel and should be talked about. But we don't talk about it because it gets overshadowed by white and black. And to me, that's fucked up. It's like, man. It was a, it was a it was a period of time in the 80s where you know you you had Hollywood trying to put on a cape for Native Americans, but nobody cared. No, nobody cared. And you dismantled the Native American population to the point where it's really not enough for them to stand up for themselves. Nope. I mean, shit. Statistically speaking, Native Americans are some of the poorest people in this country. Like for real, like they in in regards of the amount of wealth they hold. You know, you might see these reservations and think, you know, th this shit is what it is. But look up the look up the data, man. They're they're probably they probably hold the least amount of wealth in this country. And they've been in this country the longest, you know, relatively speaking. And that's fucked up. <laughs> the fact that you can go from first come, first serve to be like, yeah, I know y'all was here first, but we're going to take all this and we're going to give you this little piece over here. Man. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do on this little piece over here. Yeah, I know you was here first. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah everything now. Yeah, yeah, whatever. We gonna take all this. We just gonna give you this little pee right here. Cause what you gonna do about it? What you gonna do? Cause what you gonna do about and it? And even with all these problems we just gave you, we ain't gonna let you have no alcohol because we've determined that y'all are alcoholics. Oh. What? What's that? What's that beer? What's Bud Light? Like like six percent alcohol? No, 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 no. Y'all can get two percent alcohol. Because y'all can only have one-third of what everybody else can have. Damn. That's tough, man. Because we determined that y'all are prone to alcoholism. 
Y'all and, black people are, and black people are prone to high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Black people are prone to success. Genetics, hey. baby. <laughs> if you don't get this up here right, I'm telling you, man, a lot of that shit will go over your head. A lot of people be, they, they had a tunnel vision and they don't be paying attention to the shit that matter. And they let these little, they let the world's ills fuck them up and make them lose focus. That's where we are today, dog. Like, I never would have thought that we as a people would be in the place that we are today. I ain't gonna lie to you. I figured at one point it may, you know, I, I really, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I was naive enough to think that Obama really was gonna change the 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 the, the, the path of black people. I really it, was. It, it was a major accomplishment to us at the time, yes. But when you look back at it, man, I'm sorry, man. Like, it, we we have not progressed at all. It, I'm 100% sure we have regressed as a people. And the thing, and the crazy thing about it is, is people that's listening to this right now that may look at their lives and be like, they might look at their individual success, and that that's that's my point. That's mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the problem. Like it's a lot of individual success within the black community, and even even when you want to, you know, point out specific groups within the black community, there's a lot of success. But that's the problem, though. It's so sparse and so far and few, and that's and that's fucked up. And that's how the division starts. Like I've even said on this podcast that you know I thrived under every single president that I've you know, quote unquote, worked on under, been an adult under. Mm-hmm, that's individual mm-hmm. success. That's just me. That's not gotcha. my people. Shit, I am. Yeah, I, w- I would say like I start, you know, living. Obviously, I start living a little bit different under Obama's second term. It's been it's been up since. But once again, man, I. I don't know this, this Biden first term though. Oh, this yeah. hey, man. Hey. hey man. Say I, man. Look, I know we keep. I know we still blaming stuff on the pandemic and everything like that, and I get it. But goddamn, look, bro. I'm anti-government, bro. Through and through. I'm anti-government. I don't give a shit if it's Trump, if it's Biden. And all I got to say is you might look at certain things I say personally be like, oh, he's definitely a Trump supporter. I'm just going to simply say Trump did not give me enough ammunition (laughs) to just go all on him. Like everything that needed to be said about Trump was being said about Trump. And to me, it wasn't really funny. It was like, ah. Y'all talk about some y'all. This shit is getting repetitive, but Biden is giving us unlimited ammunition and it's fresh. It's fresh. Go ahead, Jay. The thing is, you could say whatever you want to about Trump's character. It was all about his character. Mm-hmm. Biden's characters are basically squeaky clean from what they put out in, in, into the public. Exactly. But his business versus Trump's business, and when you need business to be businessing. And this business ain't businessing like the business needs to be businessing. Hey, man, say, man. Hey, Kamala ain't so squeaky clean herself, though. She like, wasn't squeaky clean from the job. You know, I mean, my bad. She she ain't too business savvy herself, man. She she be coming off like she a little, a little slow. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like, I be like, man, like, how she get to this position? Like... <laughs> And the funny thing is, when something like like is like, why aren't we just doing this? And I feel like it's something's just so obvious. I feel mm-hmm. like I must not understand it. Then it's like it. This is too obvious for it to be this simple, and them not doing. It. So I, there's got to be an element that I don't understand. 
that's how gaslight that's how gaslighting works though you start to question your intelligence that's that to me that's that's just that simple gaslight i know people that get tired of hearing that that buzzword but it, it's true like that's just literally gaslighting like it had you questioning yourself like am i tripping am i the stupid one here and then you like you gotta be like hold on now now they tripping they tripping like you got to be kidding me if you don't know how to create inflation and you've been in politics for 30 years. <laughs> I mean, a surplus. If you took your basic economics class. Bruh. Economics I, I, 101. Look, bruh. They was labeling us conspiracy theorists when we were saying we finna hit high levels of inflation after the first stimmy went out. After the first stimmy went out, and then y'all shut down operations across the globe for by the time it hit 90 days, it was so many economists saying, how the fuck are we going to recover from this? Like, and everybody was just sitting around like, oh, y'all just, y'all just all right. Y'all Republicans, y'all don't know nothing. Y'all tripping. Send us another stimmy. <laughs> Send us another stimmy. I was watching uh, the the Cat Williams stand up earlier on Netflix, and he goes, um, he goes, you know, anytime there's anything else going on, you know, you see all kinds of doctors, you see the Surgeon General tell you how bad cigarettes is and everything. This is like, he's like, the only doctor I see about these vaccines was Dr. Fauci. Is this the only doctor y'all got? <laughs> Dog. He said, I didn't see not now another doctor, just Fauci around. Yeah, you couldn't even get a second opinion because he is the opinion. That, bruh. Bruh. And people was eat down. They they actually worshiped that man. They worshiped that man. He actually came out the other day talking about if, if Trump get reelected, he he's stepping down as the uh, nigga, nigga. Don't threaten me with a good time. What are you talking about? You stepping down to Trump and get reelected. We thank God. Don't put it's don't just, put the ammo in the gun. Bruh, the decision making that was made, and in 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 and look, that's why I say I, I'm anti-government. Because we can't sit here and act like Stimmies wasn't sent out under Trump. My the only way I can excuse his behavior is because at the time I do vividly remember. A lot of Democrat governors across the nation, like they basically start politicizing the coronavirus. You had blue states that was like, we closing. You had blue counties like Harris County. You had places like Los Angeles. You had Hawaii. Like if you was blue, if Make you was Democrat, you said, yeah, you know, if you was blue, you was riding with the lockdown. Because if you was pro-lockdown, that means you are pro-government funding. You pro-government funding, that means you need that treasury to go, hey, start them money printers up. Once them money printers start up, that's when the inflation starts peaking its head around the corner. And that was a Democrat thing. And because we had so many Democrat governors pushing for that, not only Democrat governors, they had the support of their counties and their little cities that was supporting them too, making it real hard on people. I mean, I really felt like the the DeSantis, the Abbots, and the Trumps of the world, they had their backs against the wall. And with politicians, it's all about getting reelected. 
And at that point, it's like, well, we printing all this money, might as well sell something to the constituents. Once again, I pointed out a year ago, I'm like, bruh, y'all print, y'all printing these useless masks up, y'all sending these vaccines out that people don't want. Y'all might as well be sending us stimmies. Still haven't got my mask. Never got a stimmy. Shout out to my brother, man. My brother said he post. He my brother said you supposed to go into a Walmart and register for a mask and you can get it. Say they gave me they gave uh me and Ed some free ones in a CVS one time. We was just in there. They was like, "Have you got some masks?" I'm like, no. And she just handed us a box of masks. That that's technically what it is. But that's but see that that wasn't clear though. I thought we was gonna get a nice little United States of America mask sent in Her. the mail. First and foremost, the United States Postal Service is trash. So if you was using the United States Postal Service to get these masks out, then they probably just like never left whatever government department that made them. Hey, you know who been trash lately, bro? FedEx. FedEx? FedEx been trash, bro. FedEx it's been not trash. FedEx. Oh, yeah. I had to file a claim. Damn. <laughs> I was like, hey, bro, y'all just gonna lose my shit? I was tracking yeah. something. Make me call them niggas in brown. Make me call them niggas in brown. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I don't know if niggas in brown, man. They, I haven't had to deal with them in a minute. It's like they just got, they must have like individual contracts with somebody because I don't even see them as an option a lot of times when I'm trying to ship shit. It's either, it's either FedEx, USPS, or something straight, going straight Amazon. I don't even yeah. see you. Like UPS is just like, they doing their own thing. When I'm shipping stuff, UPS is, is typically my preferred shipper. For real? Yeah, shit. That ain't that ain't been my option. That ain't been an option for me in a minute. I'll be honest with you. I don't remember last time I seen a UPS van come through my area. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's been, bro. I think I seen DHL most recently, more recently than I seen. Wow. DHL, DHL doesn't even you. have a storefront, do they? Nah, not no more. You you gotta go to like a Walgreens and drop off yeah, some I think, yeah, I think DHL straight airport. Like you, you doing DHL? You, 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 you spending some money? And your you, shit you, gonna you get there. You doing some international or something? You, you really typically ain't doing nothing domestic. This shit gonna get there though. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to make sure it get there, DHL. Man, that get but shit, I remember FedEx and, and UPS. They were like stealing shoes. Like when when Nike was doing releases, they was stealing shoes. Shit, they might have stole my shit. Hey man, boys! Now you gotta slide somebody random just for the just for GP, <laughs> for the culture. I gotta slide you. Look, man, I know it's hard out here, but don't make it harder for the next person because it's hard for you. Hey man, say man, don't let let other people make it. You ain't gotta steal their shit. <laughs> These shoes are your size. This ain't even, somebody, don't even fit you. Why are you targeting regular people? This shit coming to an apartment complex. I'm clearly a regular person. This shit ain't coming to a gated housing community. It's coming to an apartment complex. I'm struggling just like you are. You still in from struggling me. together. It, it, it ain't even no high rise. Like, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> Cut me some slack, baby. <laughs> oh, bruh. Bruh, bruh. Hey man, but it could be worse. It could. Be it could be worse because uh, I I don't know what it's like to be in a spot, and well, I know what it's like to be in a spot, but it's been years because I think I've been making better decisions with my life. I ain't been in a spot where niggas just start spraying off in a minute. 
You know what I'm saying? It's, that's that's been a long time. And, and shit, I think last time I seen somebody get in a fight, I was in there with y'all. I seen somebody get in a fight in the bar. Yeah, I was in there with. I told y'all they got a fight that night when we went out that night. Yeah, I, re- last... I remember going out. I don't. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. seeing that nigga carried out. Yeah, 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 yeah Oh yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, right. yeah. that's right. That's right. You can't see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the last time I seen the fight. That's a good year ago, right? That was but, in December. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a hell of a night, though. I ain't gonna lie to you. That was a hell of a night. Hey, look. Even with the, even with how the night ended, I still ain't got no complaints. <laughs> I ain't got I, no complaints. I just got hold in what it is. Shout, it shout is out my it... nigga Jose. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> think about that nigga Cinco de Mayo. Ah, nigga's an idiot, boy. You got you got to treat him like Smokey was treating those essays when they pulled. <laughs> Nigga, fuck off me. They got me locked up last time. Oh, ass nigga. Hey, last time I fucked with them nigga, man, they got me arrested, man. Nigga said he, nigga, wasn't even around. Yeah, well, man, fuck that nigga, man. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't fuck with Hector no more. <laughs> oh, oh shit. man, but like I said, man, nigga making better decisions now, man, so I ain't really been in no spot where. My, I felt my life was in danger. Um, but shit, man. Hey, man, it's random as fuck, man. But, you know, you see that I was uh, questioning some things that was going on around the around the globe or whatever. I mean, around the U.S. or whatever. Do you know the signs of a stroke or a heart attack? I do not know the signs of a stroke or a heart attack. And I'm glad I just thought about that shit. Because I was like, man, I want to look that shit up. Because a lot of people was talking about, hey, man, you know, something. Like and they said, when you're getting close to from, like, your arm going numb. Some shit like that. Goodness. Arm going numb. I think it's facial paralysis. Some slurred speech. Common heart attack signs and symptoms include pressure, tightness, pain, or squeezing, or aching sensation in your chest or arms that may spread to your neck, jaw, or back. Nausea, indigestion, heartburn, or abdominal pain, shortness of breath, cold sweat, fatigue, lightheadedness, or sudden dizziness. Okay. Good I don't know why I, I know. You would think. You would think. That's that's that sounds like it's all over the all over the board. That could have been at first of all, I was like, damn, do you need some Pepto? That sounds <laughs> like like some Pepto symptoms. Like you got, you need some tums. Got some acid reflux going on. I don't know. Nigga might take a tums and he might think that's all he need. Next thing you know, he think you all right. No, you should took that. Just took that aspirin. You need CPR now. Only then and push hard and fast on a person's chest in a fairly rapid rhythm, about a hundred to hundred twenty compressions a minute, and you gonna die. You gonna die? Fuck around me. What, but that for CPR? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you just do the BG, stand alive. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> stand alive. Stand alive. I was CPR certified for a while. Me too. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Not yeah. no So yeah, don't, don't be falling exactly. out around me. That's what I'm talking about. Don't come around me with that shit. Don't be falling out around me because I'm just going to look at you. <laughs> I mean, although, although there's a law that says you, you can't be um, held accountable if you're attempting to render aid. So if in, in an attempt to render age, you hurt somebody or they end up dying, you can't be held accountable. And they also said the chest compressions are a lot more important than blowing the air into their mouth. So it's like, you ain't got to put your mouth on these random people out here. Just a little FYI. So I got two options. 
I can flee the scene, <laughs> or I need to help. Or you need to help. Damn. Shit, but the way the way some of us are turning out, turn acting, nigga, you might get a key to the city, nigga. He just handed them. You might get out. your own day. You might get your own day. He just handed them bitches out. People from Houston not even getting their own days. <laughs> like, I mean, people from Houston are getting their own days. People who are not from Houston are getting their own days. Still, still, I turned I, anything off relating to Houston news, like like politics. I didn't turn that shit off a minute ago. It's just too much. It's too much foolery, man. Too much foolery. It, it's it's all it's all. Um, it's theater. Theater. It's theater, yeah. dog. Like they pandering. They're pandering. Politicians of today realized the people that they need to target the most are the people that are the most informed but least knowledgeable. And everybody, to a certain extent right now, has all the information. But who understands, who who really doesn't understand the information? It's a certain demographic. It's that 18 to 24. If you could get them to buy into your bullshit, it's so many of them. It's so many of them. It's like getting them out of the womb. You get them out of the womb, like they first time they get to exercise their voting rights, they're going to probably do some dumb shit. Oh, you, I'm getting a $50 gift card? Say less. You gonna give me a a, 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 a a Bernie or Bus shirt? Oh, I get a, you know, I get... That's I, that's like when um when I was a freshman in college, they was like, shit, you signed up for this um, credit card, we give you a free pizza. Nigga, what? A free pizza? Shit, what do you need? Damn. Yeah, my social? Fuck it. Give me this pizza. Dumb, a large pizza from Domino's? Never. You are a broke college student. What bargaining do you have? What bargaining ability do you have? Bro, the limit on that credit card was $200. $200 you ain't have? $200 I ain't have. They got their sale. I got my pizza. <laughs> and some debt. Pizza and debt. <laughs> hey, that's the American way. Pizza and debt. Damn. Oh, side note. Lena Hidalgo on Tuesday accused District Attorney Kim Og of using an investigation into three of Hidalgo's staff members as a political move to try to push the incumbent county judge out of office. Lena Hidalgo is a criminal. <laughs> she a criminal, bro. They, I mean, I mean, most politicians are. It's just that she, you know, she look, it was so many funds that was misappropriated with this whole COVID thing to sit there and think for a second that Lena Hidalgo didn't do some criminal shit along with Sylvester Turner. He did some criminal shit. Like he did some criminal shit before COVID where he gave some construction company or some intern, like, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like it's just fucking wild shit. Mm -hmm. These, when it's the human condition, one of the human conditions right now that people try to, you know, neglect or pretend like they doesn't exist is greed. When a motherfucker nowadays get into a certain position of power, they are going to exercise their ability to be greedy as fuck. And these politicians that are that are beloved, they think they can get away with murder because they can. 
So when I say this shit, you sit here, what proof do you have? What's your source? My proof is she's a human being and she's a politician, meaning she has power. The likelihood of her abusing that shit is, is, is higher than the likelihood of her not abusing that shit. She's not Batman. She's not incorruptible. She's going to do some foul shit the minute she has a chance. And she's going to gaslight you into thinking that, why would I do something like that? I'm just this this immigrant, this Mexican from blah, blah. I came up in this. I would never do anything. In it. I come no. from a poor family. And no. I know what it's like to struggle. And now that you got bread, you know what it's like to try not to go backwards. No. And you're going to do whatever you can to make sure you still got that bread. Look, say it again. Say, man. I ain't new to this. I'm true to this. <sighs> but yeah, man, the reason I brought up the, uh, the you know, the signs of a heart attack and a stroke, because to me it's just wild that, you know, all of a sudden we have this endemic where, you know, you have you, you got quite a few big names in the last two or three weeks that have had heart attacks and strokes. And as I was digging deeper into that shit, I realized that, um, Along with that, it's actually affecting kids out of the womb, damn near. Like it's it's kids being born and like they're they're catching like hepatitis in these kids and they're and they're and they're I mean they're screening these kids for hepatitis because all of a sudden there was a hepatitis outbreak like in the northeast of the United States and then you have it to where you're, you're talking four or five years old kid four or five year old kids dropping down to class with heart attacks. Look, I ain't linking. I'm not linking this shit back to COVID. I'm just saying that there is something vile going on in this country when you can easily correlate two things and it's not being questioned by mainstream media. And the first thing that happened, the first thing that popped in my head is like, does mainstream media want me to know the truth? Do they want us to know the truth? Do they want us to know? Do they want us to feel that they're, that they have our best interest in here? Best interest at heart. Like I just don't feel that way. When it comes down to no, they want us to feel that way. They want us for sure. They for sure. For sure. I mean, but do they? Absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, because you could have three vicious events happen in the same day, and they'll cherry pick the one that that's going to drive the emotion of social media or Twitter. That's what. That's the one that they're gonna. They're gonna make sure that gets blasted the most, and they're gonna put their bots out there to to make sure that the 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 shit hits starts trending and everybody's talking about it and so on and so forth. Like they're literally engaging in psyops day in and day out, and people eat that shit up every minute. And it's just getting scary out here because I I know for a fact I say this all the time when I'm talking to people individually one on one. Everybody seems fairly awake, but once again, once they plug back into that hive mind, it just feels like they Get just peer pressure. Mm-hmm. Peer pressure for sure. Peer pressure for sure. And, and, and you know, I get it, man. Nobody wants to be, feel singled out. Nobody wants to purposely be a black sheep. Nobody wants to be isolated. We started off the show talking about that shit. It takes a certain type of mind or a certain type of being to be comfortable in their aloneness. Mm-hmm. That aloneness breaks a lot of people. That aloneness, well, that shit is not for the weak. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that because somebody told me recently, they said, um, they said, I think that you make sure that you're alone so you don't realize when you're alone. 
actually let me let me read directly what they said because it, it was very profound and i felt like it was almost some um therapy level kind of stuff that was going on i was like oh you i think you have a point when you said that um Let's see. I think you found a way to make sure you are alone most of the time so you don't have to address feeling alone because it makes sense to feel alone when you actually are. Somebody, that was just a regular text message or you read that? No, that was that was a text message. That was that was from a text message exchange I had. Okay, that that that, that person definitely was on some deep shit. That was deep, like yeah. I'm, just, I'm just trying to you know cook this bourbon chicken recipe that I found on TikTok. <laughs> Man, this is Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> we got mozzarella sticks and roast beef. I don't know why they go together, but we got them. <laughs> it's like Taco Bell selling wings. Like what the fuck? What are we doing here? That shit really started? They, they really started selling wings? I thought that was a meme. No, Taco Bell was selling wings. I don't know if they still are, but yeah, they had wings. Uh, come on. And I heard man. they were slapping. I didn't try them, because... <laughs> Why? Somebody else started selling something that was weird. Oh, Best Buy selling makeup now. Why? That's interesting, though. I do feel like makeup has become a certain a, a type of technology now, though. Now that's that's a deep dive right there. Look, 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 look. Now I'm about to look at the definition of technology. Because I know nah, I'm way off. I know I'm way off. But it does it's it's a certain it's a certain dynamic to makeup that takes a person to another level, like technology has done over the years. I'm reaching. Uh, I know. I, I know. Can, I can. I can. Uh, if I reach, if I stretch for it, I can see it. But you know, my first thought of technology is something that needs to be plugged in, something that needs to be charged, something that 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 takes away some of the human element. And granted, some of this makeup that people are putting on is taken away from the human element. Don't get me wrong. But uh, you you know the, the 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 Kylie Jenner lip line versus my PlayStation Five. I mean, I, it, it's hard for me to tie them together. Ooh. So I t- you ain't even got it. Look, you can get you a little, you can get you a pencil if you want to reach for what I just said, because you ain't got to reach. Because what okay. I just said was right. Okay. Technology is the continually developing result of an accumulated knowledge and application in all techniques, skills, methods, and processes used in industrial production and scientific research. Anti-aging cream. <laughs> <laughs> this but is where we're it, at now. This I call it witchcraft, at. though. It's definitely say, witchery. You know, but it, I mean, if I put on an Oculus, it's letting me pretend to be something that I'm not. And thinking of witchcraft, think about what happened if you started a fire out of thin air 400 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Nigga looking at you like, hey, man, where that fire came from? Fuck <laughs> you on. Nigga, I ain't tripping. Where that fire came from? <laughs> hey, we had a bird. This nigga. No, this nigga wildin'. Burn him with that same fire right there. <laughs> Four hundred years probably ain't far back in there, but y'all know what I'm talking about. I see where fire, you was going. Fire, you know, fire. Well, you know that that was an advancement in, in technology. Like that was, you know, in order to start 
the fire, you, you, it required a certain process. It got to the point where dudes was rubbing sticks together to the point where they just put together little oils and bam, like, but what you, what you own? How, so how did you do that? <laughs> that's, that's, that's like me. Hey, let me put a little Vaseline on, on the cotton, on the cotton ball. And let me set this on fire. That, 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 that's a, that's an applied method of knowledge, knowing how to start fire. And I'm pretty sure we ain't saying nothing profound right now, but we're idiots. So at the end of the day, we just stumbled onto something that's probably that's new to us. It's like something I never thought about. But once again, makeup going into Best Buy is a new thing. And for me, it made me think, I'm like, why are they diving into that division? And I, and I tried to reason with it. And to me, it makes sense because once again, makeup is not makeup is not a basic concept no more at all. You know, I'm not a fan of makeup, but I can tell you right now that makeup and filters are in the same bucket now. Shout out to Texas. Scrum <laughs> <laughs> got right on y'all ass. Shout out to Texas. Not no more, Bucko. Not no more. You gonna, we gonna get this facial recognition on and popping. It's legitimate. It's le- it's legitimate because once again. When you look at that, if when you talk about political ideologies, and like I said, when you're looking at the people that are against, I mean, well, it's Illinois too, and Illinois is is a, is a blue state, if I'm not mistaken. Um, when you look at it from a perspective of privacy, it's like, hey, they're doing something that they're not supposed to be doing. We're trying to help y'all out as private citizens. Y'all out here just putting y'all face in anything, and we just, you know, stealing all types of data from you. Carefree. And, you know, and it, you know, all they really want Instagram or, or whatever to do is to provide documentation and actual consent forms that acknowledge the fact that we out here still in your face, bro. And Instagram we, is not going to do that. We're still in your face. Because, so I forget who said it, but any free thing that you receive, you're the you're the product. Yeah. Always. Anything when your Twitter is a free application, but what you input, they're using as product. You know, all right, this is the research that I put on this person. This person listens to a lot of music. If I put a music platform on, on Twitter, you know, I can pretty sure that this person will interact with it. This person, you know, does whatever. Like you're you're the product. Whatever you put in, you're you become the product. So when the Facebooks, the Instagrams, the Twitters, the social media apps, everything that that's free, the TikToks, you're the product. How do you feel about being a product? I'm trying. I'm trying to think. What What have they successfully done besides piss me the fuck off? Because <laughs> Instagram's sitting there and they're like, "Oh, here's a suggested post." I don't need this suggested post. Like you finally gave me chronological order, and now you got these suggested posts posts sandwiched in here. Oh, you happen to see this reel by this person. So here's a suggested post. I seen that reel by fucking accident because you put that in there and my shit too that I didn't want. <laughs> they, they, they're constantly trying to treat us like we're just machines and we don't have thought and we don't have the ability to f- find and discover things on our own. If I want to follow a hashtag, I'm going to willingly follow the hashtag on my own. I don't need you to shove it down my fucking throat. So, yeah, I get your frustration. And I really be forgetting sometimes that Instagram is even chronological order because it's just be like, whatever. Because you have to go to it. It's just not. Yeah, it's like, you're, you're, you're like, 
this and it and it's like you quit trying to sell me shit that you you quote unquote didn't that I didn't know that I needed. I didn't need the shit. You're selling me shit because you're trying to make a profit. I don't even need this shit. Like I'm like like you know, shout out fat kids deals. Like you come up with some shit, but nine times out of ten, I don't need this shit. But I did buy me some bamboo sheets off of there. They're supposed to be some cooling sheets. I just washed them, put them on my bed today. So we'll see how they go tonight. It's- but still, did I need sheets? No. Did I want sheets and end up buying sheets? Yes. That doesn't benefit me none. At least you're honest with yourself. That self-awareness is key. Self-awareness will get you places that delusions can't. Point blank, period. We went for a long time, man. I'm I'm, I'm listening to you, man. But before we uh, close out, man, abruptly, which I didn't mean to be rude, but I'm sitting here looking at my blog, and I'm just, I was, I'm always thinking to myself. I'd be posting shit, and I'd be like, "Bro, we could do so much with this. We could do so much with this. Like, we don't have to think of anything anymore when it comes to content, and that's crazy. The content know, creates itself. You know what I'm saying? And like, there's so many things we could talk about that we don't talk about. Sometimes it's out of respect. Sometimes because the shit aged out too fast. But the reality is, we're going to be going for a long time. I hope y'all get used to us. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope that you miss me a little when I'm gone. How'd you feel about Did you ever listen to the Jack Harlow album? I did listen to the Jack Harlow album. I don't know why I just didn't have no interest in listening to it. I listened to, that, <laughs> I listened to the Churchill Down song because I felt like... It, it, I, it came out Kentucky Derby weekend. I'm in Houston. I heard the shit on the radio a couple of times. I'm like, let me listen to the uh, explicit version. I'm like, all right, it's it's a it's a it's a typical Drake Drake song about nothing, but it sounds good. About um, nothing. Because uh, I, I guarantee you, you ask anybody what that song was about, they don't they don't have a fucking clue because that song is about nothing. And that's what Drake is very good at. Drake is about putting together songs that sound good and they about nothing. Yeah, I ain't mad at him for that. He knows it, melodies. Niche. Yeah, he knows melodies. Um, he knows his target audience and so on and so forth. He's good at that. Jack Harlow, on the other hand, I don't know what his aim is. You know, he's, I, he's, he's diet Drake. <laughs> that's what low key is what it feel like. And the, and this is my issue with with Jack Harlow. Like I think the glamorous song First Class I think is very catchy. Mm-hmm. But what? But again, I like lyrical rap. So when you say you know. I've been a G rolling up the L, sex in the AM, but then it's a it's a it's some more letters right there that you just didn't do nothing with. Cause they, you know, there's there's a there's an O-R-U-S that you didn't do nothing with. And that bothered me. And then you come back and say, Oh, I can put you in first class. I was like, but what about these letters in the middle that you just didn't do nothing with? That bothers me. He put him in first class. No. <laughs> It's it's an O R the U S is just like oh so we chop liver, hey, hey, and that bothered me. I was like, this is a catchy tone, but as a as somebody that likes lyrical rap, this 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 bothered me. This this void right here. This this I was like, this feels like an incomplete song because you know like I couldn't I can't think of anything to do with O R and U S, but you know it, 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 it it's a slapper. If you go. Who, right right now, outside of Jay-Z, your current rappers right now, you say that you like lyrical rap. 
Who's your favorite lyrical rapper right now under 30? Under 30? Good Lord. I don't know how old these niggas is because I'm an old man. Oh, shit. No, never mind. Yeah, whatever. I forgot Drake was over 30. That was... Yeah, but yeah, uh, under, Drake is my age. Yeah, I, I forgot. I forgot Drake. I forgot Drake. I don't know why I thought Drake was younger than that. But I mean, but Jack Harlow's under 30. Jack Harlow's under 30. under 30. The baby's under 30. Uh, yeah, quite a few of them. 21 Savage, I think, is under 30. Right now, at the top top fifty right now, the top fifty mainstream rappers that are getting the most spins right now. Who would you say, you know, is your favorite lyrical rapper? I wouldn't. I I couldn't pick one. Hey, that's tough. That is tough. That's tough, man. I mean, I I I do like Lil Baby, but what I. And, and and I'm also in like I, I little guess baby's, I, little baby's twenty seven. Yeah, yeah, I, I know he's under thirty for sure, for sure. I know he's under thirty. Yeah. I mean, if I if I had to pick, and you would consider him lyrical, technically. I mean, he he has some lyrical. He, he has lyrical lyrical abilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I would actually say the baby is probably more lyrical than him. And I can see that, especially yeah. with that Kirk album. That Kirk album was very lyrical. Yeah, yeah. It's tough, man. It's tough, man. And look, there was a point of me asking this question. It's two reasons. And it's what I want to end off in because I saw that there was a divide with the Kendrick album. And I think the main divide with the Kendrick album is one of the same things that Lupe used to talk about back in the day. He used to be on some asshole shit. He would be like, you have to graduate from Harvard to, you know, to understand the Lupe album. You know, he's just poking holes, just poking jokes at people. Were you about to say something? Go ahead. No, I just pulled up a list of rappers under 30, and I was like, oh, Vince Staples is on this list. Hmm. Hmm. He nice. He's nice. He is nice. Keep that thought. Vince, Vince Staples, yeah. keep that thought. Chance. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, but go ahead. Lupe was basically just pointing out the fact that five, seven years ago, you know, around the time when he started doing the little way, you started realizing he started realizing, like, man, the crowds are starting to change at my shows because of the type of rapper I am. And, it'll, you know, I, I forgot what interview this was, but I know he was just basically just pointing out the fact that he was like, man, it seems like our people don't really have a true appreciation for lyrical rap anymore. And one of the main things that I kept hearing and reading about Kendrick's album was they were comparing it to Cole a lot, which I understand, you know, Cole is a goat in his own right, especially in this era, without a doubt. I think the thing that separates Cole from Kendrick is the fact that Cole gonna give you that radio bop. Yeah. He definitely gonna give you that radio bop because Cole, in a sense, is more of a student of Nas than he is. He's like more of a mixture of Nas and Jay-Z when it comes to being a student. And Kendrick is strictly a student of, like, conscious rap, talking, you know common sense, you know, you know, tribe called quest type shit. Mm -hmm. uh, so once again, that's what you're going to get. So nothing's really changed. It's just that now the mass majority of rap listeners prefer pop rap. They prefer something the radio. Like yeah. Something easy to digest. 
So sure. I, what I was the main point I was getting at was when you look at the demographic of a little baby concert, a the baby concert, uh, fucking you know a Drake concert, you know off the back what the demographic gonna be. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be mostly niggas there. You gonna have your white people there, depending. On, I mean, obviously depending on where it's gonna be at. But oh, Drake Drake is gonna be very diverse. Yeah, for but, sure. But the little baby, the baby, Twenty One Savage. Kodak Black, you know, for the most part, you kind of can, you know what their demographic going to be. Yeah. Vince Staples. Joey Badass. Chance the Rapper. <laughs> Niggas ain't going out to their shows, bro. Them, them going to be some backpackers. Straight backpackers. And it's going to be mostly white, white Mexican kids and Asians. And it's, that, and, and I hate that, that want to be there and say, oh, I was on when this guy was just doing mixtapes and this guy was, you know, which I mean, there's nothing wrong with being on, on somebody early. But, you know, that's their claim to fame. I was on this guy when they were nobody, basically. We went from having an appreciation for conscious lyrics and actual messages and songs to really not wanting to hear that shit no more. It's the bottom line. I mean, I hate to say it. You know, if if, if Tribe Called Quest were to come to Houston right now, I guarantee you it won't be a lot of dudes, a lot of niggas there, especially especially a certain age bracket. A certain age bracket would be non-existent there. I don't think anybody under 45 would be there. Bottom line. Bottom line. And, 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 and you know, it is what it is. But I noticed that divide and I was like, oh, it's official now. It's gotten to that point where it's that bad now. It's like, all right. If you are a true hip hop head over 35, you probably you probably fucking with Kendrick. But if you just like just kind of just keep it up with the times, always kind of just being a, a casual rap hip hop head, just you just like black art, this you know, so to speak, and you you moving with the times, you're not you probably not fucking with Kendrick. This, this is the thing that bothered me about about the Kendrick album reviews. By Friday afternoon, man, K Dot done it again, done it again. Kendrick, you know, came back and saved hip hop. You know, this is you know this this what we've been waiting on. You know, this this and this. I was like, with the gravity of that album, for you to be able to say that by Friday afternoon, that's dis- that's you being dishonest. You being dishonest. Like 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 when when I heard I heard like I told you I heard numerous people say this album really makes you look in the mirror and, and ask yourself, you know, am I okay? And I was like, all right, that's cool for y'all. It really didn't do that for me. But this album is very, very heavy. Like this, mm-hmm. th- there's a lot of, of 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 basically stuff that you would go to your therapist and talk about in this album. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know, for for the casual person, it's not. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I like the the second half of the album better because it was a lot more easy to digest hip hop. It was a lot more easier to digest things on that second half of the album, which is which is what I wanted was something easier to digest. But and, and, even, and he, and he, he still does it in a Kendrick fashion. Yeah, he still does it in Kendrick fashion for sure. And, and then you know that that we cry together. I was like, that might be the most toxic shit that I've ever fucking heard in my fucking life. <laughs> Nigga, I cringed through that whole shit. <laughs> Nigga, that shit was just so goddamn cringe. I was like, what the fuck? Well, and then some movie. people like some people like yeah that shit's so real that shit's so real who the fuck talking to y'all like that <laughs> why are y'all with these people that are talking to y'all like that well that's why why are we said fuck you now nah, fuck you bitch now nah, fuck you nigga wait wait what why are we talking to each other like this oh my stomach hurt 
bro, I, I kid you not, that shit was so good. I felt uncomfortable. Like, I was in the room, and they was arguing, and I was like, shit, let me just go downstairs to my car. <laughs> hey, bro. You you remember growing up, and, and one of your siblings would start getting their ass beat, and you're like, let me just make myself scarce. I don't want to be next. Like, that's this. how I felt. Like, I felt like I was in a conversation that I shouldn't have been in, and if that was the goal, then he fucking succeeded. Because yeah, man. Like, that shit I mean, was cringe. But that shit but reminded me of that, uh, that, so that that movie with uh with uh Washington and Zendaya. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, that shit. Malcolm and Marie. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it's called. But yeah, uh, look, it kind of just gave me vibes. It can't, it kind of gave me like old Eminem vibes when he was like putting his story songs together, like kind of how he did Stan and how he did Kim. It gave me that vibe. But I definitely agree with you. It was like, man, like that shit. Y'all really people really do be on that shit though. They like. And then people real relationships, dog. They do, and that shit's scary to me. I can't relate, because because to to me personally, I know I know we were trying to get out of here, and, and I'm I'm dragging this on, but it's like I'm, I'm doing my best to never call you out of your name. I'm not gonna badmouth you to my friends, because if I go badmouth you to my friends and we still together, my friends looking at me like I'm boo boo the fool. Mm-hmm. So I'm not mm-hmm. gonna do that. I'm not gonna call you out of your name because you can't take words back. I might yell, I might scream, I might cuss. I'm not calling you no bitch. I'm probably not gonna say fuck you or nothing like this. And then I don't even I I, I make it a point to not to call women bitches, but there's one bitch that I know that if I ever see this bitch, I'm gonna call this bitch a bitch to her fucking face. But that's another story for another time. But still, people that I love and care about, I'm not gonna do that. That's good, man. I got that's that good. I have that restraint in me. I would I will walk away first. That's good. That's good. I'm Willie F. That's Javito. <laughs> Sometimes he comes with a track shoe. Sometimes he comes with shambles. <laughs> Sometimes, Sometimes he's I identify as Lauren Devontae. <laughs> hey. <laughs> one, one quick question. Did you just have an issue with DoorDash? Again? No, no, that wasn't me. I found that oh. on, I found that on I think that was Reddit or something. That wasn't oh, me. Thank God. Oh, that was, was like, not me. No, 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 no. Man, you're getting a business from these no, companies. No, 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 no. no I'm, I'm too cheap to pay for that delivery service. I gotta be really hard up to pay for that delivery service. How much is the delivery service? I don't know, but typically DoorDash is, you know. Pretty high. Pretty high. Higher yeah, than I, I want to pay. Yeah, I don't mind getting my Cause, car driving. Because I because I'm typically getting a meal that's gonna be less less than 15 bucks and then if i gotta pay you anything over five to six dollars to have it delivered <sighs> i might as well go sit down at the restaurant i might as well go pick it up myself yeah go get that steak you wanted let's steak the fucking size of oklahoma <laughs> remember ladies and gentlemen you could definitely listen to us on soundcloud and if you are listening to us on soundcloud leave a comment like it uh, if you're listening Tweet to it us, or repost it, whatever you do, yeah, repost it, share it to Instagram. You know what I'm saying? It don't take much to share shit, but we, you know, look, man, we friends. We, we, you know, we're here for your entertainment. Technically, I don't really like that, but it's, it is what it is at this point. Uh, we're on Spotify. I don't know what it is that you do on Spotify, but go ahead and go and do that. Uh, Apple Podcasts, you know what to do. Uh, Google, Google, whatever, Play? Google Music, Google Pod- No, Google has a podcast app. That's right. Oh, it's trash, okay. but y'all got one. <laughs> I heard you can listen to podcasts on Audible too. So yeah, interesting. Know. Yeah, I don't know how that goes. But uh, I say all that to say, it's a pleasure talking to y'all. It's a pleasure for you. It's, we enjoy y'all listening to us. We are gonna close out words of advice, but I want to make sure we got that out the way. We didn't talk so long. Somebody might be new here, don't have a clue who we are. 
but we are No Boundaries Podcast. And please come back. Please come back. But before you leave today, we want to hit you with some words of advice. I have nothing personally. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I will say, you know, rest in peace to anybody that was a victim of mass shooting this or mass shooting this weekend. I personally don't like the term mass shootings based on the fact that I think it's just a commercialized attempt to further divide the country sort of like black on black crime and all this other bullshit at the end of the day innocent lives are being lost because of some bullshit and a lot of times it's media driven so remember don't don't dial don't don't connect too much to the media trying to get information that you find is worthwhile because a lot of this shit is nonsense meant to just anger you y'all y'all all know that by now if y'all were listening to no boundaries podcast so yeah Stay disconnected as long as you can. And remember, man, most of the shit that you listen to is something, a lot of times just something to laugh at. That's all I got. Thank you for those deep thoughts, Welly F. I try. I mean, I'm going to uh, keep it pretty short here. And I don't know if I've used this before, but I do have it in my notes under words of advice. So if you've heard it before, you're finna hear it again. Um, pretending a problem doesn't exist doesn't make you strong. It makes you delusional. Once again, pretending a problem doesn't exist doesn't make you strong. It makes you delusional. Hey, man. Look at that. He's a problem. <laughs> and you, you can't pretend. <laughs> Say, the Bucks found out that, that Grant is a problem. <laughs> and they thought they was just going to pretend he didn't exist until he busted their ass for like five three-pointers. Oh man, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still rolling with my Splash Brothers, man. I think they, I think they just got a better chemistry over there, better all around team. But we'll see what happens, man. And on the other side, I used to hate Eric Spoelstra, but I'm a fan now. He, he he's getting he's getting snubbed for Coach of the Year way too many times. The disrespect is, is is it's a it's, it's uncalled for. So yeah, I'll I'll be rooting for Miami to go as far as they need to go. I know it's gonna be hard for them to beat. It's definitely gonna be hard for them to beat Golden State. Boston ain't gonna be no pushover either. I think I think Miami could beat Dallas. Wouldn't that be a rematch? That'd be an interesting rematch. Yeah, that'd be a rematch. Oh yeah, from 2011, 2006, 2011, both those years. Mm-hmm. Uh I'd like to see Dallas, even though I don't too much care for Dallas, but I do I respect Luca. I respect him. Yeah. I respect him and his skill set. I and respect I've, Cuban's ability to build a team. Yes, yes, absolutely, and I and I do think it's like all right if if Luca's a defensive liability, just make him guard, um, guard Draymond. <laughs> but I would I would like to see Mavericks Celtics, but I think it's gonna be Warriors Celtics, and I don't think I'll be disappointed with either final. Yeah, not at all, not at all. Well, it's always a pleasure. Thank you and you're welcome as always. And with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?